0: Welcome, Welcome to the, to the belly, belly of the beast, to the, the den of the, of the Illuminati, Illuminati, home of the almighty media. media. That's how powerful we are, that's how influential we are, and we're not stopping anytime soon, so get used to it. Whoa. Whoa. This is the Black Ops Division of Close sports. We're dropping nuclear bombs today. Welcome to the Who's Number One podcast. Got a big week coming up—the biggest week in Who's Number One history. One of the biggest weeks in grappling or jujitsu history. One of the biggest matches of all time going down this weekend, Sunday in Frisco, Texas. Who's Number One? Tezos, Who's Number One? Gordon Ryan versus Felipe Pena, presented by Fat Tire. Coming up. Joining me as always, Corey Stockton, Razor Reed, Connell in the back, Connor, Josh, and on the YouTube chat. If you got any questions for, me. maybe we'll do a little fan interact- interaction today If you guys got any questions for us, uh, but I mean, man, what a big time week. The site's popping off. I mean, this is going to be one of the biggest events of all time. I mean, what are you most looking forward to this weekend, Corey?
1: There, there's no bigger rematch in the history of jiu-jitsu, really, than Felipe Pena versus Gordon Ryan. So that, that for me, is obviously the number one match. No time limit, so uh, can Pena get the sub again, or, or does uh, Gordon Ryan finally seal the deal on, uh, on Felipe Pena?
2: Yeah, so much history, so much have gone in, into this build up. You know, if you guys haven't seen the Road to Who's Number One video that we made, put up on YouTube just a few, uh, couple of days ago, definitely check that out. It gives you the full backstory of how Felipe beat Gordon two times before, how we got here to this third match. And, dude, I mean, it, there's so many good matches. J-Rod Couch is is an incredible match. Of course, Rafael Lovato Jr., you know, taking on Nicholas Marigali. So many great, great matches on the card. But holy shit, man, the top one, Gordon Ryan, Felipe Pena. It finally gets settled August 7th. Can't wait.
0: We're getting spoiled, and then like a month after that, we're going to have Gordon versus Galval. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, man, yeah, great content coming out. Check out The Road to Who's Number One. It's on our YouTube, narrated by Tim Kennedy. Uh, One of the best pieces of content Flow Grappling has ever put together. Great uh, preview video. And then we got uh, vlogs coming out, daily vlogs coming out. Uh, We just put up the first one made by Trey of Gordon. Uh, You guys got to go check out this vlog. Uh, Check out Gordon's new look. It's pretty ridiculous, pretty hilarious. But, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to this event. Connor, what do we got going on online? Any of your friends in there?
3: We uh, we actually do have one or two of the old friends. Uh, we got Gary S in here. What's up? Uh, we actually Who's Gary S. That G S. No no no, no different different okay. G S. Okay. Uh, but we actually have a few Penna fans in here. What uh, are they saying? They said Penna via heel hook. They said on Gordon. They said whoever doesn't think Penna has a chance to win is legit delusional. Uh, so you know usually we show up with a bunch of Gordon people flooding the comments. Penna's showing out today. It's uh, it's an interesting uh, come up. But if the you guys confident yeah if you guys have any questions. Questions for us, uh, or you know, anything about who's number one? Drop in the YouTube chat. I'll, I'll field them to you as they come, man.
0: All right. So we're gonna be talking the betting lines for this uh, this event. I'm really excited to see what these are. Corey, which line do you want to talk about first?
1: Uh, let's start at the top, huh? Let's start right. with uh, Gordon Ryan Felipe Pena. Uh, Gordon Ryan minus five hundred. That seems uh, minus eight hundred. That seems unusually low. Typically, Gordon's minus twelve fifty, minus twenty five hundred, minus four thousand. Uh, so he's showing Felipe a little respect. Yeah, yeah. A, a little mm-hmm. bit of respect to the to the two and O Felipe Pena here. Uh, th- there is it's a no time of match though. So obviously, there's only an over thirty and an under thirty. Uh, under thirty said it minus one eighty five. I think that's a little bit skewed, uh, given the fact that I ha- I see no way that this match is going to go under thirty minutes.
0: I hope it goes under thirty minutes. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean Gordon has said in interviews that. He's going to break Felipe and then tell him only 45 more minutes. But we'll see. Gordon's pivoted. I mean, he he brought out his, his envelope last time, and uh, he pivoted to an RNC instead of this mother tap. So, yeah, it would be interesting. What are you thinking, Reed? Over 30, under 30?
2: Yeah, just so, so many question marks. You know, I know a lot of people think that Gordon's going to go out there and kind of blow the doors off Felipe. And, you know, I, I might have thought that too until I, I kind of – Saw Felipe, heard from Felipe, saw how serious he's taken this match. You know, I think uh, Felipe's coming ready. He knows how big of a match this is. You know, I think it's going to be, you know, a little bit more competitive than maybe I originally thought. Um, You know, I I like the over, I think over 30 makes sense. But, uh, man, minus 800... That's a little too steep for me, to be honest, to, to put money on Gordon there. I don't know.
0: I mean, over 30 seems almost like a lot to me. Uh, but, uh, I mean, even even Gordon's matches that are 30-minute time limits used to go, like, what, 20-something minutes? Mm-hmm. Uh, Gordon minus 800. I mean, it's hard to bet against Gordon at this point. I mean, especially with how ridiculously good he, he uh, looked against Pedro Mourinho look just insanely good mm-hmm. against Pedro Mourinho I mean
2: just but if you're a Felipe fan and you've been in the room or you've been seeing the the secret sauce you know you got confidence in Felipe there, there's money to be made if Felipe wins here for I, sure
0: I feel like like everybody like the, the the go-to thing like my intuition is like all right well it's Gordon 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 unbeatable 55 wins in a row uh just been killing everybody killed Pedro a couple weeks ago easy but it's almost like, like Felipe acts like he knows something we don't. Exactly. Like Felipe, I know. Felipe acts like this is a lock for him. Mm-hmm.
2: He's so calm and, yeah. and just like, kind of chill about it. I feel I'm like, man, what does this guy know that, that we don't? The, yeah.
0: bi- the big problem with me is Gordon is so good uh, from bad positions. If you ever watch him train, he's always just like putting himself in the bottom mount, letting people arm lock him. He's so good at escaping stuff. So it's like even if Felipe does get on an arm or get on his back, like it's going to be difficult to finish Gordon.
1: I will say this too. If you, if you are the kind of person that likes to put money, that wants to put money on Gordon – there's no better time to do it, really. Gordon is typically uh, minus twenty five hundred, right? Minus three thousand, yeah. minus four thousand, minus five thousand. So if you're going to make a bet on Gordon, now's the time. Now's the the best upside. Uh, but you're right, Felipe Pena does pose a, a special threat in that his confidence is kind of um, it's vibrant, right? You can you can feel that he he knows something, he has something up mm. his sleeve. Uh, so a little scary to make that to to make that
2: bet. I feel like usually Gordon always has the upper hand, like. Um... You know, like mentally, too. You know, when when guys go into these matches, these big matches, no match is, is bigger than a Gordon Ryan match. The lights are, are shining on you. There's media. There's there's documentaries being made. And I feel like Gordon always, you know, like Conor McGregor, can, can just cut right through that stuff. And has the advantage over most people, but honestly, I think feel like Felipe does that too. Felipe is really good when the when the light shines on him. You know, he doesn't feel the pressure. So I think they, they both kind of have that strong skill set in that they mentally can handle the moment really well.
0: He loves the trash talk too. He doesn't back down. trash Exactly. Talk, doesn't Let it fluster him. I'm gonna, I mean, there's two things here that I look at basically as locks. I mean, over 30. I don't see this going under 30. I mean, these guys are both just too too good. And uh, I mean, Gordon. I mean. I just think Gordon no time limit it's basically going to beat anybody. I think Felipe will be a lot tougher uh, than his other matches on who's number one, but I mean, I, I'd have to go no time limit. i got to go with Gordon over anyone, especially after how good he looked against Pedro Luton Stop. O'Connor, what are they saying online?
3: We actually just put a poll in the chat to see who they would put their money on, and 90% of the chat said they'd put their money on Gordon. So, uh, right. they're, they're following some of your guys' advice. We did have a question, though. Okay. Um, we... We've seen a lot more of Gordon than Penna, obviously, especially very recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, we kind of know what he's working on and uh, what he's game planning for, or, or at least we can make some guesses. What do you guys think Penna will come out with? What's Penna's game plan to come out and take Gordon? Do you think he he tries to take the back off the same leg lock? I mean, I can't really expect him to him to game plan for that again. But uh, what what would you guys do?
1: Wouldn't it be crazy if he just, like, kind of left his leg hanging out there, right? So go ahead and take it, he had the same back take third time in a row, so, mm-hmm. you know. I,
0: th- uh, I, think, I think Felipe's pretty confident that he's got better wrestling. If you watch the road, his one, he thinks he's got better wrestling, so I think he thinks he's going to end up on top and dictate the pace of this thing. If that happens, we'll, we'll see. I mean, now that Felipe's publicly said several times he has better wrestling, I'm sure Gordon will try to prove a point, try and take him down, but, but we'll see. I think that's what Felipe's thinking.
2: Yeah, I, th- I think Felipe thinks that if he gets on the back of anybody in the world, he can choke them. He can he can submit them, and so I think he, he'll he'll be hunting for the back the, the entire time. That's my. I think that's his avenue to victory.
1: Yeah, th- th- that's that's been his path to victory. Not just against Gordon twice in the past, but against just about anybody he's ever faced. Right, mm-hmm. if, if Felipe gets on the back, he is at the top of the top. Um, so that that has gotta be his game plan. I wouldn't be surprised too if he was saying that Gordon can't wrestle, that he's a better, a better wrestler than Gordon to get Gordon to wrestle. I, I if if you know <laughs> how to out. how to kind of uh, if you know the way Gordon's mind works, you know that he won't back down from a challenge. And if you call him out, that is the ultimate disrespect and he's going to try and prove you wrong. So don't be surprised if Felipe's, Felipe's playing some mind games, right? And then saying I'm better here, I'm better there because he wants to play he wants to get Gordon to take that bait.
0: True. Perhaps a Felipe playing my games with this guy, I man. Yeah. What he did to Pedro, that was like torture out there. I wouldn't want to piss him off. But uh, <laughs> All right, let's go on to the co main event. Rafael Lovato Jr. versus Nicholas Merigali. Who do they got favorite here?
1: Favorite is very slight towards Mergali, who's minus 165, to so Lovato's plus 135. Uh, the over 10 minutes is the, favor- is the favorite at minus 300. And uh, Mergali by submission is a slight favorite at plus 100.
0: Golly, by submission. over. I mean, over 10 minutes seems pretty safe to me. Nicholas, is, uh, both of his, his no-gi matches have gone pretty down to the wire, I feel mm-hmm. like. And Levada's not going to be an easy one. Cause he, uh, yeah, he
2: has submitted both of them, though, right?
0: He, he won by submission. He won by submission uh, over 10 minutes, I believe, in both mm-hmm. of them. So if you did, you could do like a parlay, Nicholas by submission over 10 minutes, but it's going to be tough to tap Lovato. I, I think there's probably going to be a lot of wrestling in this match. We've seen Nicholas before when it work as wrestling. I think Lovato is going to be a better wrestler than the guys Nicholas has gone against. So it's going to be interesting. What do you guys think about this one?
1: Yeah, there, there's a lot of, uh, I'd I say wrestling is a... Uh uh it's very likely that this match kind of starts and ends on the feet right uh this match isn't just about these two heavyweights who are going to want to fight for top position they're both dominant on top uh but there's also a lot of adcc implications right so both guys are working their way into the uh into the adcc mentality um so yeah i wouldn't be surprised if this takes some time on the feet we get to see a little bit more uh nicholas bergali's kind of single leg his, his wrestling attack game there uh but i think it really goes down to whoever ends up on top so um, I'd say, yeah, over 10 is a, is a good call here at minus 300, really tough for me to call who wins this. Mergale has looked so good in his last two matches, two and no, two submissions, but Lovato is one of the best of all time.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, Mergale just has looked so dominant on who's number one stage. He, he really just dominated Brother Grout in the last match and, uh, you know, had a dominant performance over, over, uh, Arnoldo Maidana. So, yeah, I can definitely see why Marigali is the favorite. You know, you can't forget about Rafael Lovato Jr., of course, OG of the game. Uh, you know, but I think Nicholas just a little bit more uh, his time at the moment. This will be a big test for, for Nicholas. But uh, to be honest, I kind of like the Marigali by submission, plus 150. I think that, that entices me the most.
0: Connor, what are the legends chat saying online?
3: The legends in the chat. The legends, ledges. What's what's plural for ledge? I don't, I don't know. Legends. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, they're saying we got seventy-five percent on Nicholas Marigali, but our very own Jordan Butler from Pedagogy Mission Fighting is in the chat. He thinks it baffles him that folks think Marigali is going to beat Lovato. So we got some naysayers in there. I'm I'm kind of leading with uh, Jordan Butler. I think uh, I think you know Lovato has a lot more nogi experience here. And um, you know, nothing I saw from Mary in the last few who's number ones gives me a lot of uh confidence to call that a surefire win for him. So I'm gonna go Lovato. All right, all
2: right so definitely a big big step up for Marigali for sure. Mm-hmm. Let's keep it moving along on to the uh
0: third match from the top here will be Mika Galvao versus Alan Sanchez. Alan Sanchez EBI champ, right? Yep. Mika Galvao is uh looked pretty good on who's number one so far. He's like five and one or six and one or something. Uh coming off winning Worlds at eighteen, ADCC trials winner, could become the, the youngest worlds and youngest ADCC winner in the same year potentially. This kid's a superstar. He's gotta get through Alan Sanchez though. Corey what are our lines here?
1: Mika the favorite at minus five fifty against Allen's plus three seventy five. Uh the uh under ten minutes slight favorite at minus three uh minus one thirty five and Galval by submission the most likely at minus one fifty.
2: You're a big fan of, of Alan Sanchez, for sure. You know, this is his Who's Number One debut. Mika's been on here a couple of times. I feel like a lot of people know Mika, but um, really excited that Alan Sanchez is going to get a shot here on, on um, Who's Number One. Been watching him for, for a, a while. And, you know, obviously huge, huge task, huge, huge, um, you know, mountain to climb here for for, uh, Mika, for Alan Sanchez. You know, I, I, it'll definitely be kind of probably one of the, the toughest, toughest fights of his career, you know. But, uh, you know, Alan is, has that 10th Planet game. He's tricky. He's unorthodox. He's going to be bringing some things that Mika probably has never seen before. I'm not sure how, how much 10th Planet stuff they know down there in Manaus. Um, you, know, you know, I think Alan will have some tricks up his sleeve to, to throw at Mika, and we're going to see how Mika kind of responds to some of these unorthodox techniques and stuff like that. So I think it's a fun style matchup. I think Obviously, Mika is the favorite. He's dominated some of the best uh, lightweights you know, in, in the world. Um, so I, I, this is just a fun, fun style matchup to me. I'm, I'm excited to see what Alan Sanchez can throw at Mika Galvao.
1: Man, you got to think if you, if you're Alan Sanchez, you got to come out and just kind of throw all of your weapons out right right off the bat, right? Because Mika, one one thing we we've, we've seen about him over and over is he likes to kind of lean on guys and wear them out and really get them playing his game. And once he's gotten the ball rolling, he takes control of the whole match. So mm-hmm. I think for Alan, he's just got to got to let it rip, right? And let, let everything go. And if if he loses by submission, so be it. But he's got he's got to take every chance he can as soon as he can.
0: Man, you know what I would like if I was betting on these matches. Uh... Just betting on these guys by submission like Mika Gavao, Marigali, Gordon, B. Mosquito, some of these people, you know that even if they're killing the other person, they're going to be just balls to the wall, just trying to tap the person up to the very last second. So you know you know, you, it, these people aren't going to let you down. It, it, they're going to at least try their hardest to go out there and get the tap. They, none of them want to coast to a decision. Like I would feel really confident betting Mika Gavao by submission just because I know he's it's so likely, and he's going to get after it. Mm-hmm. But uh, all right, let's keep it moving. Bia Mesquita versus Elizabeth Clay. Bia Mosquita is a 135-pound champ. This one's up at featherweight, 145-pound champ. Bia Mosquita, Lady Goat, uh, one of the greatest females of all time, ADCC champ, won IBJJF worlds a million times. Going against Elizabeth Clay. Elizabeth's been on who's number one a few times. Had had a great match against Gabby Garcia a couple years ago. Uh, these line this line's a little bit closer than I thought. I figured it'd be. I figured Bia would be a, a, a bigger favorite. What do you think about this one, Corey?
1: Yeah, I, I was thinking the same thing. I, I was thinking that. Bia would be a uh, a bigger favorite here, just based on her her resume, right? Liz Clay has had a ton of matches on who's number one. She's going to be maybe slightly bigger than Bia here, uh, but but Bia has fought everybody and has won in s- such a high percentage of her matches. Uh, have, have they fought before? I don't Not think I can so. Think they never
2: of
0: fought. No. I mean, even like the size, of, like Bia Bia beats girls up in absolutes all the time, right. you know. So it's like I don't see the size being that big of a factor. I mean, I feel like Bia is taller than Elizabeth Clay, uh, and Bia is pretty strong too. Uh, I think there's going to be a tough matchup for Elizabeth. We've seen Elizabeth's got a tough guard to pass, but, I mean, Bia's so relentless. I'm surprised that, you know, if if Mika's minus 500 or whatever, I'm surprised Bia's only minus 155. This one, mm. That would surprise me a little bit. Mm.
2: Yeah, it just doesn't seem worth it to, to put money on Liz when, when Bia is, is kind of, you know, so close right there.
0: Mosquito by submissions, plus 200. I think this is, I mean, <coughs> no offense to Elizabeth Clay, but, I mean, she's going up against a legend here. I think these bia Mosquito bets are the best ones I've seen so mm. far.
1: I can't think of the last time Liz Clay was submitted, though. I mean, she she, she endured that, that long match with Gabby Garcia, right? She, she's survived so many matches. Was she right?
0: at the Who's No. 1 championship?
1: She was, yeah.
0: Did she get submitted there? No. I don't think so. Okay.
1: No, I, I can't think of the last time that Liz has been submitted. Her her guard is... I
0: think she took third.
1: Mm-hmm. Right.
2: Yeah, I think she'd be Aaron, right?
1: Yeah, so, I mean, if, if Bia can do it, credit to her. But I, I, I'd I say that's probably why the uh, the odds makers here are, are leaning away from Mosquito by submission. Um, but yeah, th- it would be a really big, I think, milestone for Bia to beat Liz by submission. So few have, and then go go into ADCC and try for her second title.
2: Yeah, definitely a generational clash here for sure. You know, Bia mosquito was winning world Black Belt World Championships before Elizabeth probably had even started jiu-jitsu. Um, so definitely Bia is is the OG legend here. big opportunity for Liz Clay to take out, you know, uh, people call Bia Mesquita the, the, the lady goat, the, the lady greatest of all time. She's got so many titles. So this would be a huge, huge opportunity for Elizabeth to, to come out here and, and beat one of the best of all time. You know, she's certainly capable of doing it. Let's see if she can do it on the night.
0: Shout out to be a mosquito's dad. He's a party animal. I was partying with him in Rio. I hope he's at ledge. ADCC big time, Ledge. Oh yeah, that guy. You can't be around. He's one of these guys you can't be around and not get not get wasted. <laughs> old old mescatone. Connor, uh, what are you? Uh, what are they saying with the poll? Mosquito versus Clay.
3: They are saying eighty percent goes to be a mosquito. Okay. Uh, we we got some people in the chat that kind of go another way. Uh, but you know, in the words of EG3 fishing. Be of mosquitoes just on another level. They think, I, and I think that's fair. You look at, uh, you know, Liz Clay's last few performances. It looks like someone or some people have figured something out about her game and, and seem to have shut yeah. it down recently.
0: Yeah. We got any funny comments in there? What are they saying? Did you see anything crazy in there?
3: Well, someone, someone said uh, Felipe was going to win via smother choke. So we'll, we'll, <laughs> yeah, we'll see how that else. Come through. Can you
0: imagine <laughs> the look on everybody's face? Yeah. Yeah. He has Gordon in Mounties with a smother choke <laughs> to him. You just hear Gordon making. A... <laughs> <laughs> Can you just the jaws dropped around the room where like, what the hell is going on? Dude, that's the thing about
2: this match is just like, dude, like, it's so many question marks. Literally anything could happen on Sunday night. It's going to be insane.
0: I can't wait. The press conference, the weigh-ins, everything's going to be I'm excited time. for the press conference, yeah, actually. Know, yeah. It's going to be a good time. <laughs> Up next, I believe, is the the first match of the main card: Jacob Couch versus J Rod. What are we what are we working with here?
1: Uh, couch, the slight underdog here, plus one fifty okay. to J Rod. Uh, to J Rod's favorite at minus one eighty five. Uh, Oddsmakers have it going over ten minutes, minus two twenty five, and J Rod by decision is the slight favorite, uh, plus one
0: fifteen. So this match at one hundred eighty five pounds, Couch got to cut down to that. J Rod just walks around to that. So Couch probably be a little bit bigger. Uh, J-Rod, West Coast Trials champion. Uh, Couch took third at the East Coast Trials in Atlantic City. Couch by submissions, plus 200. I mean, this one's this one's tough to call. This is one I wouldn't put money on because it's yeah. like J- Couch could go out and he'll hook him in the first two minutes or mm-hmm. J-Rod could go out there and get his ass kicked for 10 minutes and all of a sudden turn on turn <laughs> another gear and then take his back. So you never know with this one.
1: Yeah, and I have to say this this match really comes down to, it's, for me, for the same reason, un, kind of untouchable as far as betting goes, but uh, it comes down to how long it goes, right? If it's a sprint, I have Jacob Couch winning it. If it's a marathon, J-Rod wins it, and that doesn't matter what happens in the first 12 minutes of the match, right? J-Rod could be losing for the first 12 and turn it around. Uh, but if, if this goes the distance, I think it goes to J-Rod. If it's a quick submission, it's Couch's.
2: Yeah, lo- this is an incredible match. Definitely probably the hardest match to call uh, on the card for sure. Both these guys on the come-up. You know, uh, both these guys are, have the potential to be the kind of future, the future of, of jiu-jitsu, future, you know, 185-pound WNO champions, future ADCC medalists for sure. You know, be, both these guys are young in their, in their career. The sky's the limit for, for both of them. So huge, huge match to see who kind of gets that foot out in front of the other. Uh, Jay's been on fire recently, of course, ADCC trials winner and everything like that. Jacob Couch looking for a little bit of redemption, I feel like. Um, you know, after ADC's trials, looking to, to to take out the the eventual trials winner there. So a lot on the line for this one. You know, Mo Jassim is going to be watching this match pretty close. Um, so so should be a huge one. Couch by submission plus two hundred, Rodriguez by by submission minus or plus one fifty five. I feel like this one ends in a submission. I feel like it does. Mm-hmm. Like it's got to be one of these guys. So I I put money on submission.
0: What's the poll saying, Connor?
3: We got 52. I'm going to end it right now so no one floods it and makes me look like I'm wrong. We got 52% of people, 54% of people going for Jacob Couch. Okay. I, that's how close I, it is. I, I titled close. the poll the people's champ, you know, like, because I think this is one of those where, uh, you know, I yeah, think. I love both these guys. Yeah, each athlete has electrified the crowd in their yeah. really own way. So that's kind of how I'm seeing this Man, one, J-Rod, at least. Jerrod,
0: though. Jerrod's such a beast, dude. Every match, he just gets his back take or he's a bottom turtle, and all of a sudden he just just turns it on and beats the crap out of people yeah
1: so. you wonder where he gets that right but if you, you go back and watch some of those matches we have on uh on the site now with him and uh nikki ryan yeah you understand exactly how, mm-hmm. how j-rod has gotten so good so quickly you have you have somebody like nikki crawling on your back yeah you know, a really, couple times a day really
0: good stuff those two mm-hmm. rounds with him and
1: Nick. yeah
2: i think you get a favorite kind of um couch in the first 15 minutes and then j-rod in, in the latter 15 minutes or i mean uh, first half of the match and the second half of the match
3: But the cool part is, one of the frustrating things about watching Couch is everyone's so afraid of his leg locks, you can run into people that refuse to engage. And J-Rod don't play that. Mm J-Rod's always coming for it. It's going to be a scrap. All
0: right, moving on to the prelims. So these next two matches are going to be free on the Flow Grappling YouTube. Uh, The event kicks off at 8 o'clock Central Time on Sunday. Uh, The uh, second prelim of the night is Fabricio André versus Fabian Ramirez. Fabricio André, Black Belt World Champion in the Gi. uh, ADCC Trials winner going against Fabian Ramirez from Who's Next. The guy, you might remember him, he wears the, like a sailor hat, right? Captain's hat. Ca- yeah. Captain's hat. So Fabian has done a couple matches with us, but they both again been against much bigger guys. Now he's got someone his size. This is a tough opponent, Fabricio Andre, the Hokage. This guy is uh, one of the most exciting competitors of all time, in my opinion. Go check out on our YouTube. We put up a, a highlight of like seven or eight of his submissions from ADCC Trials. What are the lines here, Corey?
1: Uh, Fabricio Andre the favorite, minus 500. Fabian plus uh, 335. The under is uh, is also the, f- the favorite at minus 175 under 10 minutes. And Fabrizio by submission, minus 140, the favorite there. I've been so excited to get, uh, get Fabrizio uh, on, onto who's number one He's finally, perfect right? for it, yeah. Uh, thankfully, we got to see him in, uh, in Nogia 80cc trials, and he fit exactly the mold, right? Went out and hit some flashy submissions, a couple of inverted triangles from, from like, a nowhere upside down guard. Yeah. Um, so... <laughs> Man, I, I think Fabrizio's got to be the, the, the money here, right? He's he's won it. He's He's been there. He's done that. And Fabian, very much on the come up. Fabrizio, despite only having like seven or eight no-gi matches in his black belt career, um, already has proven that he belongs at the top of the iceberg.
2: Yeah, of course, he's training there with um, Diogo and, and uh, Mika Galvao out there in Manaus. But yeah, I, l- I like this match for Fabricio. You know, again, Fabian is a, is a young guy on the come up, but he's a tricky guy. Another 10th Planet guy who, uh, who kind of has these kind of weird submissions and stuff like that. Or I'm sorry, not a 10th Planet guy, but um, you know, just ha- has has kind of a tricky game. I think he's going to be hunting for, for leg locks on Fabricio. I'm not sure we've seen Fabricio in too many of these kind of leg lock exchanges um so i think you know fabian is going to be able to test him in some places that maybe he has some weaknesses and we're going to see some some stuff from fabrizio that we've never seen before uh, obviously an electrifying athlete super exciting super explosive so pumped that he's going to bring that to the
3: who's number one stage
0: connor what are the results of your poll
3: our poll is 96% for Fabrizio Andre. Yeah, hard hard to deny. He's so he's so exciting, so fun to watch. If you guys haven't seen the uh, vlog that Atlantic City Troy made in Manaus, you guys have got to check it out. Uh, I think Fabrizio proved why he's, like, the joker of, of jiu-jitsu, his, his horrifying laugh and his uh, <laughs> crazy personality. Lots of fun.
0: All right, up next, uh... The real main event, kicking it off with the real main event of this card. Uh The Baby Shark, Diogo Hayes, going up against the giant slayer, Esteban Martinez, at 145 pounds. Esteban's still going to be undersized, even though it's at 145. This is the first
2: match of the card? This one? very first
0: one, yeah. What do you think of this, Corey? What
1: a way to kick it off. Uh, Baby Shark, minus 325. The favorite to Esteban's plus 265. Uh, Oddsmakers have it going over 10 minutes, minus 400. And uh, Fight of the Night potential, minus a billion. Yeah, <laughs> this is this is going to be the, the match of the night for sure. Esteban does not slow down. Diogo Ooh. is going to bring it to him. Um, so yeah, I, I see no way that this match. Uh, does not leave any. D- does not le- take everybody out of their seats.
0: Man, I, I mean, uh, you got to favor Diogo, to win this thing, but I, uh, I would not bet on Diogo by submission. Even though he's a favorite just because nobody can tap Estevan.
2: True.
1: Nope. Nobody in his weight class, at least. Right. The only only times we've ever seen him submit is when he's given up 100 pounds.
0: Mikey got on his back several times and That's could right. finish him. Yeah. What are you True. thinking about this
2: one, Reed? Yeah, this is a great match. You know, um, you know, I, I haven't seen too, too much of, of Diogo over, over the years. You know, and, and we've seen a lot of, of Esteban. I think I thought he had a great performance at the uh, ADCC West Coast Trials there. You go back and watch his matches. He had a bunch of, like, um, crucifix submissions. He's got that, that crucifix where, like, he'll just find that crucifix position from literally anywhere. It's, it's pretty awesome to watch. Um, if you guys haven't seen Estevan. And then, of course, the Mikey match where he's throwing backflips left and right. You know, Estevan, super exciting guy. did it ever work? Did it work? Does it ever work? Uh,
0: I've seen him try it a hundred times. I don't yeah. think it's ever worked. It certainly <laughs> didn't work on Mikey. A, yeah. wow. it's, it's his jab. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Backflip
2: pass. Yeah. So yeah, no, the, both these guys super exciting. Excited to, to get Diogo into the into the mix and show the world, uh, you know, Diogo and his jiu jitsu as well. So you know, I, I don't mind taking Estevan in this one. I think it's maybe maybe a, a good bet, just plus two sixty five. Uh, I think he can get it done.
0: Yeah, I mean Diogo's a beast. I mean, he beat Hokage and Pato at the, those trials in Brazil. What are, what's the polls saying, Connor?
3: The polls have actually a lot more even than the last few. Sixty seven percent of the chat. Believe that Diogo is going to take this 67, one. so yeah, they, they got two-thirds for of the chat
0: going to him. Mm-hmm. All right, so this is all going down Sunday night, eight o'clock Central Time. First two matches free on our Facebook and YouTube. The rest of it only on FlowGrappling.com. Tezos, who's number one? Gordon Ryan versus Felipe Pena, presented by Fat Tire. We didn't even got to tell you to watch it. We know if you're watching the show, you're gonna be watching this match, one of the biggest matches of all time. There's still spots, I believe, right, Connor, for the Mika Gavao seminar. If you're mm-hmm. in the Dallas area, how do they sign up for that, Connor? You
3: can go to our Instagram and just follow the link in our bio for signing up.
0: Anybody got anything to say before we get out of here?
3: No, man. Can't wait for the
2: weekend. Just remember, it's a Sunday event, so make sure you know you get out of church early and then go to you know go to flowgrappling.com and tune in because you're not gonna want to miss this one, man.
0: All right, take it easy. God bless you.